0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Luke Hatfield, it is the Best Scott Beat, Along long over Jew Best Scott Beat, season 2, episode 3. I am joined as ever by Mr Joe Massey. Joe, how are you?
1: I'm alright mate, I'm alright. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, got pulled over by the police yesterday. Did you? You didn't know that, did you? No, no. I thought you always dropped bombshells on me, so I thought I'd uh, drop a bombshell on you just to start today. Oh mate, I'm well annoyed, well annoyed. I mean, maybe like there's a people won't have a lot of sympathy for me, but um, uh, yeah, I had an eventful one. What happened? Come on. So, truth is, I'm not going to, I'm going to tell this as it happened, right? As it actually happened. And if people either, will either have sympathy for me or they won't, um, but we'll see how it goes. Um, But basically, I I left work yesterday, long day, whirlwind day, and um, I always ring my wife to say I've left.
0: Oh, you weren't quite on the phone, were you?
1: And then I ring my mum on the way home, right? So I've got hands-free kit, big like I've got some headphones, you've, you've used them, haven't you? Big, chunky, black headphones. Those,
0: those headphones from the 70s, you mean?
1: Yeah, but they're big, like, like chunky ones, aren't they?
0: I mean, you get a headache after using them for about five minutes.
1: Oh, you do. So I was, so I rung my wife as I was leaving the office, said, oh, yeah, I'm on my way back, blah, 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 put some dinner on. I'm starving. Yeah, standard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the classic Joe Massey classic. requesting
0: dinner on the table by the time he arrives home.
1: So then I um, was driving out of Wolverhampton at the, at, the tra- at the traffic lights, call ended with my wife, picked up my phone, um, dialed my mum, put the phone back on the chair. Um, oh, you're, but, you're playing a risky but game. My mum answered, already. and there was a copper at the side of the road. Uh, well, it was in front of me, actually, in a car. Put his flashing lights on and um, pulled me over.
0: Did, when he put the lights on, did your stomach just drop? You had that horrible I bit, feeling. I've got
1: to be honest, and I was in shock. I was like, I wasn't expecting it at all. Like, and um, I
0: was expecting you, I'm expecting you to wind down your note. Do you know who I am?
1: I'm a big deal. Uh, I'm well, a big deal. I've got like 3,000 followers on Twitter. The policeman, like,
0: policeman ain't got that
1: many followers. I'm a big deal. Oh. Um, so he pulled me over and he was like, obviously he could see that my headphones were on. Um, and I was like What's the issue And he's like I've just caught you on your phone and He says, "No," he says He was like really angry He was like really aggressive He was oh, like was he? Who do you Who do you think you are To think you can be On your phone In front of a policeman And I was like I've got a hands-free kit in Yeah um, And he's like I've just seen you On your phone In the car And I was like Yeah yeah I was just ringing my mum And he was like Get out Get out of the car Right, where,
0: where, where were you at this point? You I've like, been draw- pulled
1: over. Been pulled over on the um, on the Stafford, just at the right at the start of the Stafford Road, opposite like Quick Fit. If anyone knows what that is, like by the university.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I know. Um, so I was like, all right. So I got out of my car, went into the police car, sat down.
0: Oh, that's yeah, right? uh, embarrassing. That is, isn't
1: it? And he read me my rights. He was like, just so you know, anything you say now, maybe using evidence, blah blah blah, all that, all those shenanigans. I was like, what is going on here? And he goes. um... I caught you with your phone on, on your hand. And he was like, and I was like, but I've got a hands-free kit. And he was like, but you've got to have it in one of those plastic holders. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you, do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got one of them. Like, you mount it on your you windscreen. Mount it, it on your thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I was like, well, I didn't know that. And he, like, really angrily said, that's been the law for 10 years. Um, everybody knows that. I don't for one, he said to me, I don't for one minute believe you're that ignorant not to know that. Truth is, I am that ignorant. Yeah, I did not yeah. know that. Ignorance um, is no defence, Ignorance is no defence. So I genuinely thought I could, with a hands freak it in, I could make a phone call. Um, anyway, he was having none of it. Um, and uh, that was that. Like He gave me six points on the spot. Six points on the spot? Six points on the spot, on the spot yeah. Um, Says oh. there's a letter going to come in the post. I get to plead guilty or not guilty or whatever. But obviously I'm guilty because he saw me with my phone in my hand. Now it's on the record. I ain't got a leg to stand on, have I? So, um I am I feel so hard done to I've got to be honest like I didn't have the phone in my hand when I was on the phone I was at traffic lights I literally pressed ring mum like and that was oh, it he
0: had his eye out didn't he he had his eye out and he was he? looking at you and, was yeah. he ahead of you
1: yeah he was he was literally the car in front of me like so it was stupid on my part but the truth is I had such a whirlwind day at work I was just like th- think, you just like, really wanted your dinner I just wanted my dinner I was hungry and tired um, so yeah that's that's been my last 24 hours annoyed annoyed I am, oh, um, not happy with oh, that, so I've run brilliant. the garage this morning here and told them to, because obviously we've got a, I've got a company car.
0: Oh, what does that mean?
1: It <laughs> doesn't really mean anything. Uh, does, it, does it
0: mean they'll like restrict your usage of the company car? It means car? I might not
1: be going to away games. Um, oh,
0: that's, that's all right, it's only forest green at home. Yeah, exactly, this I'm, weekend.
1: All right. I'm all right, I've only got, they will be the only six points on my licence, so... I've I'll never. Be
0: right. I, I, I've been really lucky. I've never had a point on my license Me not.
1: No. Oh, I've had a few 3 pointers for like That's bloody old mean You got speed cameras when you, you're doing like thirty-four and a thirty, and you get caught or whatever. Oh, you see, you got
0: you got to be wise. You got to see the speed cameras. Slow down. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've had that once. And you go on your speed awareness course. Uh, oh, have you done that, have you? <laughs> oh yeah, done. Yeah. Done I've had a couple of
0: mates do them. I've never been caught.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I should say now that you should never speed. You should never speed. You should, ne- you should never, never be speed. on your phone when driving. No, no, Let's caveat should, that there. We should all be incredibly safe drivers. Yeah. But uh, on another note, what's the quickest you've ever got to in a car?
1: What do you mean? On the fastest the quickest, speed? The quickest you've ever. David, we should be boasting about these things. What's the fastest you've done?
0: Uh, um, can you get arrested? Can you get charged with stuff? By the way, if we were to publish this, if I was to say this. Could I be subsequently charged?
1: I don't know. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't go down that route.
0: You know what? You know what? <laughs> I've always I've always driven it at the speed limit. Uh, if any of the uh, Best Copy listeners happen to uh, listen to this and want an, and want to know more details and speak to me in private without a wire um, on a secured phone line, and maybe I'll tell you.
1: Okay, but we don't condone speeding. That's we don't
0: condone speeding. No. We don't do, we don't condone any kind of unsafe driving. And Joe Massey is. Is rightly getting six points on his license for using his phone yeah. at the wheel. Unbelievable, joke. Unbelievable. Um I will tell you what—you've kind of covered the banter section. Banter section. Banter section. It's nice I mean, to surprise you for once. Yeah, yeah. You've surprised me with some banter. Yeah, I must have. I must admit, when I get when I got into the office, because those who you don't come to the office and just listen to the podcast, which will be the majority of the people who listen to this, they won't know our seating arrangement. So I'm a good like thirty foot away from you, aren't I? 20, 30 foot So like I kind of hear you come in Sometimes I'll turn around If I'm not too busy Which is the majority of the time Um, And I'll I'll look And I'll be like Oh Joe's in That's made me happy For a little bit And then I'll get back to my work but I did hear you like talking about something, but I was like, you were very exasperated.
1: Yeah, I was. It? I am exasperated. Good word for me today. Exasperated. Yeah, word of the day, exasperated. Yeah. I, mean, I know Nathan Judah. Judah got like 15 <laughs> points in Switzerland this, alone, didn't he? This,
0: this, this guy is going for triple figures in points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Fortunately, if you're abroad and you rack up speed in fines, apparently it doesn't transfer onto your license in terms of points because he, he would have lost his license. <laughs> like, he would then. have lost his license. Which, I'll tell you what, if you lose your license, I think you lose your job here.
1: Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? You would, really? You, I mean, you
0: can't be getting the train to every bloody game, can you? No,
1: no, no.
0: Um, all right. There Shall we go. Banter I mean, over. Ban-
1: Hilarious banter at my expense. It's very funny.
0: I can just imagine your face when you're getting pulled over. You seem like you're such a nice lad as well. I imagine the couple just came up and right, He round wasn't having me now. as
1: a nice lad. He thought I was a dickhead. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. But anyway, we need to move on. We need to move on. We do
0: need to move on because there's a cop shop literally, a road around the corner. Yeah, he'll be, yeah. It'll <laughs> be banging on the door. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh let's get on to Warsaw. Um and it's I tell you what, it's been a while since we've done we've done a podcast. Um new owner alert. New owner alert. <laughs> new owner alert. Is it bon- any wonder I'm frazzled? are bon- bon out. He's, he's gone, gone, mate. Gone. Old news. Old news indeed. Uh Lee Pom Pomlet taking yeah. over. Mm. Um I tell you what, what what of fourteen days for you? And been, Walsall Football
1: Club been mental fourteen days. Just been writing a comment piece actually for tomorrow's paper. Like, is there a club in England that's been an, as transformative over the course of the summer? Um, I can't. Like, I haven't really put a lot of thought into it, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. We've well, made twelve signings, mate. Yeah, we had a takeover, mate, and we released eleven, <laughs> 11 players and we've signed fifteen players. So it's a good shout. Come at me with your eleven signings, but there's. It's been absolutely remarkable. Um, like what's gone off off the field on on and off the field? Sorry, I'm trying to say. Especially oh, this staff, is a fire alarm. The police, the police are here. after
0: me. I heard you. I told you they'd be banging on the door. But let's pray to God that this is just a test. <laughs> oh, thank God for that. Is I tell you what, do... going would be
1: done with defamation then. <laughs> Jesus,
0: <laughs> they do tests of this bloody fire alarm. Like they were doing tests at six o'clock last night. I was still here for transfer deadline day. It's not very often I'm here past four. That's true. Um, <laughs> I do come in at eight o'clock, by the way, for the listening masses. Um, and they were testing it last night. I mean, I'm all for testing the fire alarms. Yeah. Um, Transfer deadline day is not the time or the. 14 point. hours later. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, back to anyway. You.
1: Yeah, massive, massive fortnight. Lee Pomlet's come in, obviously. Oh, oh what are they doing? God. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is your fault. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we, to be honest, everyone is it's bizarre really because it is a little bit of old news now but I mean obviously he couldn't have made a better first impression I mean I've spoke to him a couple of times now he's just one thing I'll say about him is I have said it before but he's an international businessman he's obviously got a fair bit of money in the bank he He's a very, very intelligent, very smart man. Um, but he's just so personable. He's the type of person, if I'm being honest, I'd be a bit intimidated by. Mm. Like, if I had to sit in opposite in one-on-one. we um, <laughs> have to leave?
0: I've, I've just come up with a name for this podcast episode. Oh, God. It's got nothing to do with the alarms going off. It's going to be six points for Joe Massey, six points for
1: Walsall oh, question nice. mark. Nice, like what you did there.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm going to go with that.
1: Um... So yeah, but he's just not intimidating at all. He's just he's just so respectful, so so polite, so interesting, so nice to talk to. Um, I think fans. I mean, a lot of fans have met him already, um, but fans haven't met him yet. Yeah, I think when they do, they will just they're just being so encouraged. Um, it's a good word for it. So encouraged by his plans for the club, his mm-hmm. vision for the future. Um, this is it. Like now is the time for Walsall Football Club to realise their potential. If they're ever ever going to realise their potential, now is the time. They've got. An ambitious owner, an owner who's supported the club since he was five years old, an owner who's going to communicate with fans more, an owner who's going to put more money into the playing budget. And Daryl Clark, we've got a manager who turned down the Leeds job, who was very, very close to getting the Norwich job, um, who's building a team in his mould, a team that, in my opinion, is like got a wonderful balance of youth and experience. Um, I think there's still areas that needs to be improved. I think it needs a bit of cr- more creativity still, mm. um, but. Like on and off the field there is such a feel good factor about Wolves at the minute there's such a good vibe around the club and it's just exciting and this, this is the time isn't it if we're ever going to realise the potential this is the chance to do it and that's, and that's why I really really hope for tomorrow's game against Forest Green Rovers there's a really big crowd at the Banks just because just that's what that's what we need. we need we need those people through the door and back in Pomlet and Daryl Clark
0: mm, certainly I mean you've had a while to digest in news now um, is there anything you'd like to add to it, I mean, other than what you've just said,
1: not really. No, I think that I think it's just that's it, really. It's a very, it's, it is a new dawn, and how often do you get this opportunity? That's what I'd say. Mm. Like, I mean, thir- every, Jeff was there for thirty years. The takeover happens once every blue moon. A lot of fans stayed away under Jeff. It's day one of the project, isn't it? Really, that tomorrow is the first home game of the Leap Omelette era. Like we couldn't be, it couldn't be any more fresh. It couldn't be any more new. See it through I say Let's get on board now And let's see how it goes I think it'll be uh, I think for, for supporters is absolutely fantastic
0: mm. What do you think His biggest priorities are?
1: Pomlets Yeah um, I think it, the The first one is Communicating with fans better Which mm. he's obviously Made an absolute Flying start with that um, I'll tell you what Beers all round Beers all round Yeah that's um, not bad I wish I could have Rocked it to that Fans Forum I, I didn't even use mine I kept my voucher I didn't so. you even use no, it no, no it's not good to. I don't, I'm not sure you should Drink really and work. No, you Not good look is it You know what You could have you Given that away I did, offer, I did offer it To one or two people But they were driving as well oh. um, Yeah so I think Communication with fans massively important Look I mean Obviously everyone knows Jeff Bonson never spoke To anyone really um, He said he didn't speak to me um, Or the press at all So I think People just want access. People just want want to hear from their owner. And Pomlet said at the fan focus meeting, I think he wants to do like three or four a year, which is quite quite significant, isn't it? That's quite. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, When you break it down, it's every three months if he does do four. Um, and he said he'll do them, come rain or shine. If things are going well, he'll do them. If things are not going, if things are going badly, he'll do them. I think Walsall fans are really going to be able to, for want of a better expression, hold him to account. They're really going to know what's going on. Going on at the club, so I think that's his main priority. Of course, he wants us back in League One as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. We know he told the players basically go out there and get us back in League One. Um, and then, of course, all fans want to see the club united with the freehold, um, but that is a long-term one, so not an immediate issue.
0: Yeah, that's that was a when we were covering the press conference because um, myself and you, you were obviously interviewing. Mr Pomer I was kind of tweeting along some of the stuff he was saying I was inundated with tweets asking about the ground and it's one of them where it's not a simple process it's not something that's going to be done overnight he said but it's one which is certainly in the forefront of his mind
1: yeah we have that's a bit more on that this week I mean there was a working party meeting I think with supporters and it sort of became clear at that that I think they said that It's sort of an agreement in place where it has to be purchased. The, the price has been set. It's been agreed. That will will not change. Both Lee Pomlet and Jeff Bonds have agreed to that. I think it's been agreed that it has to be bought in the next seven to eight years or something, within that time period. Yeah. Um, so that's where we are with it. I mean, it's a fascinating one, the three. Pomlet made a point at the fan focus meeting um, that it's a bigger bugbear for Walsall fans and it is the truth is a hell of a lot of clubs don't own their ground that's, that's mm. the truth of it a hell of a lot of clubs pay rent to play at the stadium they play at and a hell of a lot of clubs pay more rent than the Walsall pay mm. so you can make the point it, it in one way it is it is a bit strange that Walsall fans are so passionate about it the, but the bottom line is and what Pomlet didn't really um, sort of, I don't know what the word is. Like, focus on, sort of, touch on, was that? while that is true. That a lot of fans, a lot of clubs rent their stadium. <clears throat> a lot of clubs don't rent their stadium from their owner. Yeah, so he's lining his pockets Yeah, um, at the club's expense. That's incredibly rare, and and that's why it's such a big issue for Walsall mm. fans. It's not the fact that they might have to pay rent to play at their stadium. It's the fact that the rent that they were paying was going into a pension fund owned by Jeff Bonser who then claimed to be basically the club's biggest fan. Yeah. Um, There is the issue with that. Um, Rent is one thing. Giving rent to a man who claims to be a supporter but then won't essentially give you a break at all and is operating on one of the lowest budgets in the division is a completely different thing. Mm. Um, And that is why Walsall fans are so desperate to see that um the club united with a freehold. What was fascinating fascinating from Pomlet was at the press that we were at and at the fans focus meeting he said of what benefit is it to me to own the freehold mm. lee pomlet as lee pomlet an individual man does not want to own the freehold of the banks of stadium mm. he only wants to buy it to give it to the club um <clears throat> which i think is well i mean that it literally is music to the ears um, of also fans. Yeah. Um, and hopefully who knows when it'll happen, but hopefully it will happen sooner rather than later, and everyone can just put that chapter to bed. Um, got I think everyone's rolling off. Rolling so long. and rolling and rolling and everyone would love to see that chapter put to bed. <clears throat>
0: um, and you know, as is the case with every takeover of any club, a lot of fans will want to know whether we can expect some cash to go into the Coppers for transfers Well
1: it looks like it looks like we are I mean Pomlet said look Pomlet is not going to it's not going to be a radical radical change at the Banks of Stadium it, but it is going to be a hell of a lot more ambitious mm. um, Walsall is very well run for 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 all the criticisms towards Jeff it is very well run in terms of the business side of it the way money comes into the club look, it, it is well run look there's a should he have put more money in Jeff Bonser? Yes he absolutely should have I, think, I don't think anyone can really Dispute that Yeah um, Did he give managers A fighting chance I don't think he did I think managers had One hand tied behind their back I think that's what Pomlet will address Walsall um, will continue to be Incredibly well run It'll probably be better run He's, He said he wanted to like Improve on the banqueting And events Things at the Banks' stadium He thinks there's scope there To really really improve that yeah. And bring in more money Um <clears throat> But what Lee Pomlet will do is give whoever is Walsall's manager, whether that's Darrell Clark or whoever, a much much bigger chance of achieving success on the field with a more competitive budget.
0: Mm. How much of a say do you reckon he's had so far? Because he kind of opened up that you know Clark was someone which was you know he had a say in that, didn't he?
1: He appointed him. Mm. Mm. So the takeover has been a very long time in the making. More, f- we think four months. Um, Pomlet said, um, mm. which he says is very, very quick. He said, he obviously, he's, he's been in his business world, he's been involved in a lot of takeovers and stuff. And he says, like, a quick deal is a year. Yeah. Um, but he said, Walsall, to buy Walsall, because it was so well run, took him four months. Jeff approached him to buy the club. Mm. Um, obviously, towards the end of the last season, or four months ago, four or five months ago. And <clears throat> from that, once it was clear that Lee Pomlet was going to be the new owner, he took charge of the. Managerial process, so he actually sat on the interviews, mm-hmm. to, for which Daryl Clark and other candidates um, would have been we, we would, have, would have interviewed. So yeah, he's definitely, definitely Daryl Clark's. Uh, Daryl Clark definitely Pomlet's man, as is Miguel Lira, the youth coach, who um, is definitely Pomlet's appointment, and he's been keen to stress that. Really,
0: do you reckon relegation was almost the last straw for Jeff in terms of can I be can I be bothered?
1: Yeah, I mean he's literally left them where he found gone down. them. Which is interesting. Like he does they are back to square one really, they've gone full circle. Um <clears throat> I think that it's weird because I, what's always been so hard with Jeff is the fact that he wouldn't talk. Yeah. So I can remember doing podcasts when we very, very first like early doors podcast when we started this podcast and I always said Jeff wants to sell. Jeff does want to sell. He, yeah. He's ready to go. He he's in his seventies. Um, let's be honest he's seen it and done it all like there's nothing else like no Walsall were going nowhere really were they they were going to stay still or go nowhere under his ownership he he, he is getting in his he is in his 70s he probably wants to spend his money put his feet up and relax and retire Um, and I always always believe that and then things happen you hear rumours you hear stories and you think does he want to sell does he want to sell really yeah like as much as he never spoke to me, I saw him all the time. He was always at training. He was always at the stadium. He was very, very much hands-on. And you just think, can he let go? Can he actually let go? Mm. Um, but I think I think maybe I was right all along. He, he was ready to go. Um, he's definitely been building up to leaving. And, um, but I think probably relegation did have a part in it, yeah. Um, mm. And do you know what? If you ask Warsaw fans, would you go down to get rid of Jeff Bonsa? I reckon...
0: Fair few might have taken 95% that. Ninety
1: five percent would say yes. Um I mean I also don't know, I'm plucking those figures out of air thin air, but maybe it's a poll for you one day, but a lot hell of a lot of them would have taken it.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Um it's an interesting one anyway. So new ownership. Um and we only had a bloody game of football to talk about. I know. Northampton 0 also one. That's not a bad way to start,
1: is it? Great way to start. Absolutely great way to start. So <clears throat> I think I said it in the video post match. I really think it's hard. I feel sorry for teams that are drawn away from home on the first day of the season. Yeah. You're full of opt- all teams are full of optimism on the first day of the season. If you're drawn at home, you've got to put on a performance. Like your fans have been. Everyone loves the opening day, don't they? Your fans yeah. are buzzing. They're coming in through the door for the first time in months. They believe their team, whoever it is. Let's be honest. Can do something special. Yeah. Um, so to go away from home on the first day, I think is a real tough ask. Um, so to win away from home on the opening day, I think is absolutely massive, absolutely massive, real, real statement um, from Walsall. Um, I think fantastic result. Could have been, could have been a di- <clears throat> different result on the day. Could have been easily been a draw. Could have Northampton could have nicked it. Liam Roberts has made two outstanding saves. Um, but good teams get over the line, um, and Walsall got over the line. I think it um, bodes very well. Yeah, mm. one, ga- one game. Look, it's one game, but it bodes well.
0: Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> let's play a game of hit and miss. Um, my first hit of the day, James Clark. Yeah. Decent from him.
1: <clears throat> decent from him. It's interesting because, it, it, and there's always a good sign. Like, uh, there was a big debate about who was man the match last week. Yeah. Um, like a lot of people said Liam Roberts, a lot of people said James Clark, a lot of people said Cameron Pring. For me, it was Clark, um, but I can completely understand um, the case for the other two. Um, <clears throat> uh, there's not a lot to say about James Clark, Kevin already said. To me, he's our best Signing of the summer. Um, I think he's going to be, I just think he's everything we've needed for years. Um, I think he's a real, real, just a solid, solid addition. Um, <clears throat> I'm just delighted we got him.
0: Uh, one miss. I, you know what? I struggled for misses.
1: There's no misses, really. I was gonna say. Uh, <clears throat>
0: Nicholas Kinsley. Where the hell does he get seven minutes from?
1: Oh, the ref. The ref. That was bizarre. That was really, really bizarre. And it was one of them where you thought, "Well, we're not gonna win, then, are we? Like, we exactly, yeah. He's gonna score in seven minutes."
0: Part of me thought this guy. This guy is he a Coppers fan? Is he? Is he? Is he? Does he? Does he, does he really want to he, he live local. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was absolutely dumbfounded. I think like the average three minutes would have been three or four minutes would have sufficed but where he got seven from Uh, but yeah they dug in didn't they also dug in and got it done
0: certainly did Uh, and Liam Roberts was a big hit
1: massive hit buzzing for him said it in the video after the game Um, all the talent is there look we know he had a difficult end to last season I mean we didn't even end the season in the side Um, probably fair to say struggled since Neil Cutler left yeah um No doubt he is an incredible goalkeeping coach, Um, but the talent with Roberts is unquestionably there. Um, Just needs to be harnessed, and I thought he was fantastic last weekend. So, so pleased for him. On an individual level, I was just so, I was more pleased for him than anyone else. I think he really, really deserved that display.
0: Some proper saves in there as well.
1: One save in particular was, I thought was absolutely fantastic, so that's what he's all about that is what he's all about he is a very good shot stopper and he he can can come and claim crosshairs like he's he's a good good keeper when when he's on form so yeah I mean that is I mean that couldn't have been a better platform for him cracking Mm. performance clean sheet a win um, on his return to the side and it was his return to the side because he was on the bench towards Mm. the end of last season so huge huge um, 90 minutes for him
0: yeah uh, another hit Uh, Pringles Cameron Pring
1: Fringles, can't yeah I like him I like him he's very very dynamic um, he's got real ability to surge past people and get into the box still young very very young um, but I think he'll be a really good addition and he'll be challenged as well by Colin who um, I think has had a fantastic preseason as well um, so real like competition there at left wing but <clears throat>
0: mm. um, and the only miss uh, the only other miss i could come up with It's so, a um, bit of a selection headache now for, uh, for old Darryl.
1: Is that because Lavery's come in?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, but, I mean, you'd imagine he'll start on the bench tomorrow, wouldn't you?
0: You'd think so, but...
1: I um, only had a week, really. When did he sign? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it it's was not it been too long. On Monday, I can't remember. Um. Yeah, it's not been too long, but yeah. Yeah, the pressure's on the strikers, really. Because um, he's going to get one more, and he's, like, guaranteed that. He's guaranteed... Um so it looks like the four strikers will be this whoever this mystery man is Lavery, Gordon, Adebayo Candling waiting in the wings Mike go out low, maybe not sure um, <clears throat> so yeah uh, the pressure's on Gordon and Adebayo really to start scoring the goals I know that's a bit harsh to say when there's only been one game in it's what you want though isn't um, it but I don't think Gordon scored throughout pre-season well he didn't score throughout pre-season Adebayo got a couple um but worry with we those two is I think they do a lot of their best work outside the box. Yeah. Like Gordon, I mean, thing is Clark wants to press, so Gordon is perfect for that because he is relentless. His work rate is relentless. Mm. Um Adebayo is very very effective like picking the ball up from deep and sort of running at running at defenses. So in terms of like a like in the box, like that's that's the area really I don't worry about those two. So yeah, I mean Lavery's going to Lavery I think is a really good addition And then um, We will get one more um, Any names Joe Anyone Well the one The names fans talk about Is Rory Gaffney, But we've had nothing concrete on that Absolutely nothing mm. So um, Yeah but It's going to be interesting There's going to be Those four Whoever that There's going to be a lot of competition For places mm. um, The pressure is on those strikers
0: Certainly is Right um, Had some emails Before we get on to questions First one came, came a couple of weeks ago Um Friend of the podcast, Paul Marston. Oh, hi guys! Welcome back. We've all missed you. Keep telling it as it is. I like the appointment, of Daryl Clark, and you get the feeling that if he can't do it, nobody can. Have a great season.
1: Well, it's very rare you get any praise from Paul Marston, so he, if he likes Daryl Clark, that's high praise indeed. Um, Because he certainly wasn't a fan of Keats, and he certainly wasn't a fan of Whitney. Um, So yeah, Clark's got the Paul Marston seal of approval, which is which is good. Um, We're good to get Paul back on the podcast. Yeah, we'll have to. We will get him back on. We'll get him on soon.
0: All oh, right, okay, I'll hold you to that, Joe. Um, and another one from Ben Lowe. He's got in touch um, on the subjects of John Whitney. He did touch on John Whitney. Um, ben is a saddler's fan. Um, it's funny enough, I actually know Ben from my time at university. Oh, right. uh, anyway, he's um, he's created a, a documentary which is going on BT Sport, um, which we said we'd give him a shout out for because it features John Whitney, he discusses his. Exit from Warsaw, which might be interesting for some of the listeners. Yeah, very Um, interesting. Airs on BT Sport. So if you've got BT Sport, Wednesday the 14th of August after the Super Cup final between Liverpool and Chelsea. Um, So yeah, tune into that if you uh, if you get chance, Um, and questions right.
1: We're on questions already, brilliant what, yeah, 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 way, we, How far are we in? I always want to no know time in the podcast
0: uh, We're about half hour in
1: Half hour in yeah,
0: Half hour's flown by
1: Flown by mate,
0: uh, yeah. flown by Flown by like you down the motorway on your phone um, Gotta stop that talk <laughs> uh, we got some good questions this week actually uh, First one comes from John Chambers Does Nathan Judah regret moaning about Bradford and Carlisle away Now he's been sent to Armenia
1: Should we talk about, let's talk about Nathan Judah and uh, China because
0: oh right okay
1: obviously I sit next to Spears I sit opposite Spears didn't I yeah 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 yeah. And and Judah comes over Judah sits with you but comes over and chats yeah 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 and like Judah was so desperate to come home from China. It was untrue. It was killing him, wasn't it? Was, it? He hated it out there, if we're being honest. The
0: first couple of days, oh my God, you should have seen some of the WhatsApp messages I was getting off of him. Really? He was fuming because he, he had all sorts of laptop issues over there but as well. But I mean, well.
1: food-wise, he had an absolute oh, shocker, didn't, didn't he? Didn't he order, like... Cow testicles. Yeah, like actual, actual testicles.
0: But of course he didn't know because he was reading off a Chinese menu.
1: And he ordered chicken that, um, yeah, they just gave him like, they gave him the chicken with the feet on. He's, oh, yeah. And he had to cook it himself.
0: <laughs> By the way, for those listening, if you don't know Nathan Judah's eating habits, he's um, a picky eater to say the least. Well, he's got a chef, hasn't he? He has yeah, food yeah, yeah.
1: delivered to his house, pre-prepared. He won't mind the show, Nessie. No, oh, no,
0: he won't. I went to a barbecue at his house a couple, uh, it would have been a couple months ago now. Um, and you know how it normally is with a barbecue. You rock up, you bring some beers, you bring some burgers. The, the host Hot typically, dogs. you know, yeah, just opens up the barbecue, gets it going, throws it on. Not Nathan <laughs> Judah. Not Nathan <laughs> Judah, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm dropping him in it a little bit, but um, I rocked up, turned up. He said, don't bring any food or any drink. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I walk in, he's got hired barbecue chef. That who's is
1: come in? And I'm
0: not going to lie to you. Cooked like three different types of meat, fish, some like wahi was it wahee Wahi?
1: Never heard of it. Wouldn't have a clue.
0: I, d- I don't know what it was. Roasted sweet potatoes. He was going around topping up people's glasses. I was driving, so I didn't have anything, anything to drink. But it was—I mean, it was unreal. Um, I've never been to a barbecue where there's a hired chef.
1: Where was my invite? Oh, I don't know, mate. Awkward that was, isn't it? Um, I, I, I can't is Ju- that is Judah all over isn't it oh yeah totally that is Judah all over I mean he's just anyway he hated it out there he came yeah. he came and he was like oh, I'm so glad to be back blah 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 and then Spears came back and I was like mate I was Chinese oh, I loved it mate what an experience can't mm. wait to go again blah 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 blah. love to go again all this that and the other um, oh he's hilarious Judah yeah but... how oh, did you find the food in Poland by the way alright yeah alright
0: you, you just rock up a Mackey's or something
1: no, no, yeah, uh, Poland was, I don't want to talk about it really, because people will think I'm being spoiled, and I will sound very spoiled, but I was just on my own the whole time, like I was, I was literally on my own all the time, and my hotel was so remote, mm. I got a taxi to train in, and then I got taxi to the game, and then I got, went back to my hotel, and then all I did was eat the food in the hotel and sat on my own, I was literally on my own the whole time I was there, with oh, the exception mate. of like... I had five minutes with Daryl Clark and a five minute chat with Liam Kinsella and a five minute chat with Elijah Adebayo. Um, and oh, I wish I pushed. There. I
0: wish I'd pushed more to go with yeah. you because know? I did push. I said, to, I said to because Nathan's technically my boss. I was like, Nathan, can I can I go to Poland with Joe? And he's like, Oh, I don't know if they'll sanction an the extra person going. Yeah. Is it like will they will they pay the expenses off?
1: Yeah, and in the end I mean, was it was just... a whole like 70 quid for the flight return
0: oh I mean um, do you know how much they paid to go to China by the way oh mate
1: <laughs> four <laughs> figure sum a lot more than my 70 pounds yeah um, yeah yeah so yeah it was it was, was alright a bit boring really
0: yeah but anyway Armenia yeah um, I've, I've been in contact with Nathan he's not actually arrived back in the office yet but he's back in the country I think now um he recorded a podcast at, uh, in Istanbul Airport.
1: Yeah, they had to change a turkey, didn't they?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, what a nightmare going to Armenia. Yeah. Do you know what? It borders. It's on a border with Iran.
1: Is that? Yeah. I
0: mean, I'm sure Iran's a lovely country, but... Um it's not somewhere on holiday at the moment. <laughs> no. um, anyway, let's
1: get back to Walsall.
0: Walsall. Um, we can talk about <laughs> Judah too much. Well, we can talk about Walsall, but the next next question is from One Pod Beyond. Uh, how do you have your tea? This is very important. Milk first or water? So, water first. Tea bag, sugar, water, stir, get rid of the tea bag, milk.
1: Yeah, great. So One Pod Beyond, love their podcast. They had a really good podcast this week, with the exception of none of them. Uh, predicted sort to finish in the playoffs, which was very disappointing. Um, mm. Tea making, I'm very, very particular on. I think it's a bit of an art form making a cup of tea. Mm. Mm. Um, my wife, 33, hasn't mastered it at all, despite the fact that I tell her time and time and time again. I don't even know how she makes tea taste, how bad as it does. I mean, she is appalling at making a cup of tea. Have you just? Which, have you watched her before make tea? I've I tried to talk her through the process, but she just obviously thinks I'm an idiot and won't have it. So tea... You, what you do is you boil your kettle. Yeah. And as soon as that it clicks, as soon as it's boiled, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got your tea bag in the, in the cup, pour it on. Yeah. Boiling hot water on that tea bag. I mean, boiling hot. Like, if you mm. wait 10 seconds, you've, you've missed your chance. Yeah, yeah. It clicks, pour it on, squeeze the tea bag.
0: Against the side, yeah. Against
1: the side, yeah. Milk in. Yeah. Squeeze the tea bag again. Tea bag out sugar in one sugar I have
0: oh you do sugar at the end yeah but the spoon's wet so then when you put the sugar yeah, in yeah no, that is true you sticks. have to dry the
1: spoon important stage actually
0: or use a separate spoon
1: yeah but then, you, then you're getting free your spoons aren't you yeah, yeah yeah. so you dry the spoon
0: <laughs> limited spoons at <laughs> the Jomasi <Dermassi> house. <laughs> we've only
1: really got yeah we have got limited teaspoons. Um, and then sugar in good stir piping hot lovely tea mm. people who put the milk in first I mean what the hell is that about
0: my girlfriend puts some milk in the cereal first. Can you believe that?
1: <laughs> what she puts cereal in a bowl and then pours milk. She no. puts milk in a bowl and puts cereal on top.
0: Yeah, what's that about? <laughs> Do you know what? It, you know why she does it? She explains it. She goes, "I want it to be like because she always has to like crunchy cornflakes or something, and she'll pull them it and she wants it all to soak into the cornflakes. But what she does is she puts it in the microwave, so it's warm. I'm not a fan of doing that either. I like a cold cereal. Yeah, but."
1: Can That's, I tell you a story, actually, right? Go on. We were playing this... I was, I'll never forget this, right? I was at school, and we were playing... A, I was like literally like 14. Yeah. And we were, like, playing a game, just like in our class. You know, it's like, it was... Like we weren't doing our work where we were just prattling around. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: We were playing a game saying, you know, it's a good day when... Okay Right I mean God knows how it came about
0: I like the sound of this game. So
1: like now you'd say like Oh you know it's a good day when You find a fiver in your jean pocket Like that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a win isn't it Oh
0: that's a really good day That's a
1: real win and Anyway I can't remember what we were saying at the time But one girl came up with You know it's a good day when Your mum lets you put milk on your cereal What And we were just like what and We were like what did you put on your cereal She said most days water
0: Oh no oh, I
1: couldn't believe it Could not believe it
0: that is grim.
1: It's grim, isn't it? That is one thing. That's <laughs> Things stay with don't they? That will stay with me forever. I could not believe she was putting water on a cereal. Oh, that would be horrific. I'd love to know if anyone else does that.
0: Yeah, listen, uh, any Best Got Beat listeners, do you put water on your cereal? You can't
1: do. On Cocoa
0: Pops. Can you imagine that? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to come up with something that some, you know it's a good day when now. just come up with them at some point. All right, okay. Um... <laughs> Another Judah question. Curve <laughs> YJ. Judah and Spears jet setting around the world. Where's the most bizarre and furthest place your jobs have taken you to?
1: Not been anywhere. I haven't. Poland. Poland. Yeah. Poland and Cassius camps. Um, oh,
0: Cassius camps. That was fun. Oh, I remember. I remember some of the reports coming from there. Just I saw all the pictures of all the players working their socks off, and you were just probably trundling along with them. <laughs> I bet. I, I bet they were well envious of you. <laughs>
1: um, we haven't got the luxury lifestyle, have we, of Judah and Spears? No. Um, I'm soon trying to Soon to think be departed, Tim Spears. Oh, yeah, soon
0: to be departed. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Off to the athletic.
1: Are yeah. well, you made of that, by the way? I think it's cool, I do. It's
0: cool, isn't yeah. it? I mean, I'm not entirely sold on some of the, um, the initial articles they released. Some of them were better than others,
1: but... Well, Michael Beardmore texted me to say he had a good look. Um, and said he thought some articles were outstanding and he thought some of the articles people are very lucky to have got that job. And I mm. think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Um, obviously, we will not go into any names. We've already caused enough trouble in this podcast. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but The Athletic, interesting, definitely worth doing the free subscription. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, if you're interested in Premier League football, I have subscribed and I will be unsubscribing. Um, probably, oh, okay.
0: yeah. Um, not, convi- not convinced enough.
1: I just don't. I'm not. I've fallen out of love with the Premier League. To yeah, be honest, yeah. um, I love lower league football now. Um, so yeah, no, I will probably unsubscribe. Um, but if you're a fan of Premier League club, I can understand why people would subscribe. Right? Yeah, I understand it as well. But we're not with Walsall, aren't we? Walsall, we?
0: Why didn't the Athletic approach you about the Walsall job? Not that I want you out of the Express and Star, mate. I should have. Um, uh, yeah anyway furthest place I've been um, in this job Middlesbrough <laughs> <laughs> which is a weird place by the way <laughs> no offence to anyone who is in Middlesbrough but I don't want to go back anytime soon <laughs> good yeah <laughs> um, how does working with Clark compare to working with previous managers Joe in particular Keats and Whitney says Nick Pritchard
1: well that is a good question if we had a swear button I'd use it because Clark basically tells me to f off <laughs> very often um you rock up to open training
0: joe do one man yeah
1: he's threatened to ban me multiple times already <laughs> he's been in the job a couple um, months we, we only have one game um i mean it's all banter it's all like um but he's he found out the other week i'm actually an Ipswich fan oh um, no what, that what? did not go down well um who, who does he support Oh, do you know what I don't know. Daryl, Daryl, if damn, you're listening,
0: Daryl, if you're listening, let us know who you support. Ask,
1: I should ask him that. I'm an ex Who do you support, Daryl? Yeah. Um, probably Mansfield, <laughs> isn't it? Oh me. God. Um, but yeah, he like yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's say, um, look, Clark has gone on record to say he finds he says the press is a game. Um, mm. he, one of the first things he said to me was, "I'm going to keep you on your toes." Um, uh, it's. I mean, like. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's a right character over there I mean, he really is a right character. I'd
0: love to go on a night out with him. He's one. Of them, he's one of them blokes where you go on a night out with him in Birmingham and you would end up in Liverpool, <laughs> and you, the next day you wouldn't know how you got
1: there. Yeah, he's definitely like a hundred percent. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon because he's so intense at work. When he lets his air down, he really lets his air down. Yeah, he goes wild. Like yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, he's um he's, he's, I'm the truth is I'm we're learn we're still learning about each other, um, early days. Um but there's no doubt he's uh, he looks like he's gonna be absolutely fantastic for us. Mm. Keats, I've gotta say, was so professional. Um really, really enjoyed working with him, said it multiple times. Felt like I could call and speak to him about anything. Um we'd always have a chat sort of off record after games. Um very he was like he's the type of I think Keats in life was a bit similar to me mm. in terms of like I'm not really very not not outgoing but like I think people take their time to get to know me I'm yeah, a bit yeah, of a yeah. slow burner um and I think Keats was very similar to me so over the time I feel we build up quite a good thing really uh, I really enjoyed working with him John Whitney lovely man mm. lovely lovely man um really really nice guy um, at his core wanted me to be part of his team wanted me to be like a bit of a cheerleader really yeah um, which I kind of tried to do for him but I did try and stress to him that I wasn't on his payroll I, I Warsaw Football Club do not pay me yeah the Express and Star pay me and I think he found it very difficult when I wrote things when I said which really, weren't exactly which, complimentary which, which weren't complimentary yeah which weren't positive and And gushing, so didn't end great with John Whitney, if I'm honest.
0: Um, It's a tough line to walk, that is, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think a lot of people understand this because you know, at one, uh, in one respect, you have to keep the club happy because at the end of the day, that's where you're going to get your stories from. Um, Um, But equally, you've got to be critical and independent.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think John Whitney probably, if he, if you asked him about me, wouldn't like me. Mm. Um, But if. but I still like him. I still think he's, a, I genuinely believe he's a really good person. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think he quite un, quite understood my role and he didn't like what I did with it um, towards the end of his tenure. Um, which is a shame, really, because he is a damn good guy.
0: Mm. Lee Reynolds, is automatic promotion a realistic target? Thinking now Pomlet is chairman, January transfer window could be key to Walsall if Clark needs one or two additional players in the window.
1: I don't know if automatic promotion is a realistic target. Look, anything's anything's like anything can happen, can't it? Um, I think look, we mentioned one Pod beyond a minute ago. Like none of those lads have tipped us to be in the top seven, um, and they know Walsall Football Club as well as anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I do believe we're going to finish in the playoffs. I, I think I do think we. Goals are going to be hard to come by. Not hard to come by, but I do think defensively we look very, very solid. Um, We're going to be very, very, very hard to beat. Are we going to score enough? I don't know at this moment in time. I'd like to think so, but I don't know. Mm. That's where my worry is. I think in Daryl Clark we've got a proven manager, haven't we? We've got a manager who knows how to get out of this division. He always really has his teams in that promotion, in in promotion contention at this level. Um, So... There's so much good about the squad in terms of specifically that back three, um, and 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 the mid, sort of Stuart Sinclair and Liam Kinsella protecting them. I really, really would like to think we'll be in the playoffs. I think automatic. I don't. I think maybe that's a bit of a leap at this moment in time. Mm. I think maybe. I really believe we can get out of the division this year. I really believe we can get into the playoffs. And if you're in the playoffs, you can you can anyone can win them. I think next year, if we don't go up. You'd maybe then start looking at automatic as a as, a, as an actual target yeah. for Clark. Twelve months in, in the job band, having had he'll have had three transfer windows. Then, mm-hmm. um, but I think as we stand in now, I think automatic promotion is a little bit ambitious.
0: Joe Gibbons, what do you think the attendance will be tomorrow?
1: I hope it's massive.
0: How how how, how many love, like, is massive? Six
1: thousand would be amazing. I reckon it'll be about five and a half what's the what's the capacity about 11 I think 11 to 12 yeah um, that'd be mental but 4,000 is the average isn't it so I think if we've got another 1,500 on the gate tomorrow for Pomlets' first home game as owner I mean if we could sustain that we've gone into that the cows come home what an extra 1,000 on the gate was, would do mm. um, but it'd be fantastic to start if there's it's, if it's 5,500 tomorrow I'll be delighted
0: yeah that would make for a decent atmosphere Keith Thomas asks Will you be at Plymouth Bank Holiday Monday Seem to recall you wimped out of the freezing cold wet night there last season
1: I was so unwell it was ridiculous Oh um, yeah I remember And and I'd, I'm off that week That week is my birthday right? Is it? And we actually booked, me and my mates Last minute trip to Amsterdam to see one of my mates He oh, works mate. out there
0: The dam's great as well
1: Mrs gave me permission to go um, she actually said she was going to buy the floats for my birthday. Oh, right. Sort of gone a bit like ping Tong now, I might not be out there, but I've booked that week off work. But I booked four days off, not five, so I could go to Plymouth. So I could go to Plymouth, oh, that's just commitment. because I knew last year I got so much abuse for being horrendously unwell that I couldn't <laughs> um, couldn't miss it this year. So yes, I will be at Plymouth, be in well. God forbid you get or struck well. downhill again.
0: Nathan Bryan, do you think Morgan Ferrier would have been a good striker for Warsaw in League Two? No. What about being a good striker for Tranmere in League One?
1: No. Answered that.
0: Glowing reference from Joe Massey. Uh, Scott Thompson, how do you think Lavery will get on? And what other the type of striker will Clark go for next?
1: Um, I think what type of striker will, will Lavery be? Um, hard working. That's 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 what you that's what Clark wants from his front players he wants them to be really hard working interesting move for him I mean he's won promotion for three years in a row which is incredible isn't that
0: going for four
1: um, going for four um, so I've always he's one of those players everyone sort of knows you know the name don't you Everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of heard of him and he was at Ipswich as a kid He sort of I think he looked up to Marcus Stewart back in those days which is an interesting thing now yeah mm. um, yeah, I think he'll do really well for us I really, really do um, And I think in terms of the next striker, It'll be another hard-working one Maybe more someone a bit more physical You can completely understand the Rory Gaffney rumours yeah. He does seem to fit the bill For maybe that sort of target man um, That works hard That Walsall are missing at the minute So, yeah, but I do think Lavery will do well
0: <clears throat> Keith Thomas again We got a clean sheet on Saturday I think it was more down to Northampton's poor finishing Than our good defending Would you agree?
1: Wouldn't wouldn't agree, no. Uh, not at all. I thought we defended very, very well. Um, uh, I think we look a really solid unit. I think look, they got through twice, in well, two big times in particular, when Liam Roberts bailed us out, there's no there's no doubt about it. Um, but I think overall we defended well. Um, mm. and I think what I said earlier comes into it. Northampton are playing at home on the opening day of the season. I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna not threaten us. They're not gonna not attack us and not not going to create chances mm. um, so to be honest I think we defended very well
0: Dave Phillips was both of your worst away day experiences either losses or games being cancelled last
1: minute I can't guess, I mean Bradford away I've banged on the bay a million times I. do
0: you have a second worst
1: um, <clears throat> Fleetwood away when we got there and it was called off
0: ugh uh, I've never been to a game and had it called off
1: Fleetwood's a long way to go to get called off
0: mm.
1: uh, but yeah everyone knows a Bradford story if you don't know it go back a couple back. episodes
0: and you'll find it um, <coughs> mine oh, didn't enjoy Middlesbrough away although <laughs> you I did touch you've in the- your bonnet about Middlesbrough yeah you know? know what it is it's kind of it's, it's not on the scale of you and Bradford but um, it took four and a half hours to get there because there was traffic it was an evening kickoff on a Friday. So, in general, it was just a, a bit of a ball lake. So, we get there, rushed because we're late. Um, I was covering an Albion game at this point. Um, facilities there are actually really good. It's just a million miles away. Um, Albion lost that game 1-0, courtesy of a handball goal. But I didn't see it until... I, I didn't see it because it happened very late on and for those of you who don't know my role I leave about five minutes before full time to, to go down to the away fans which were right on the other side of the ground
1: yeah to get videos to get videos
0: so for the first two I was like that was a decent draw wasn't it <laughs> and they're like uh, mate did you not see what happened um, and then I was quickly informed that it was a handball goal from I think it was Danny Ayala at the time um, so they weren't happy with me about that um, and then um, by the time I'd all finished it was Another three-hour, three-hour drive home because yeah. I didn't have a hotel. That wasn't yeah. great. That wasn't great. No. Um, best worst match, worst best or worst match day hospitality in a press box says Andy G.
1: God, it's very like a lot of questions about us this week, isn't there?
0: I kind of like it though <laughs> and, and they're not like super like not that not that we get boring questions but they're very samey sometimes you get a lot of people asking oh you
1: know I mean, that's what might happen on the baggies broadcast mate but the questions on the best got beat are very very good don't <laughs> no labour no us comment. with your uh, poor album questions no is, comment. The best got beat questions are great every week
0: they are good thank you but yeah best worst match day hospitality uh, can I jump in
1: worst walsall Because you get Christmas cake all year round. And what the (laughs) hell is that about? Like, what is that about?
0: Uh, Walsall's isn't great. I'm not going (laughs) to lie to you. I've I've opted down the Joe Massey route now. Before a game, I will rock up to the Morrisons.
1: Morrisons, yeah. And
0: uh, grab myself a meal deal.
1: Walsall literally have Christmas cake all year round, don't they? In the the press bar, in the press bar, in the press, what is it? Press room. Press room. They have little cubes of Christmas cake every month of the year.
0: I always bang my head on the ceiling as well. Yeah. Because it's got like a, a slanty it's low, roof. yeah.
1: It's low, yeah. It's low. So
0: I've caught my head yeah. on there a couple of times. I
1: mean, it isn't the worst but that Christmas cake does baffle me. It really baffles me. Mm. I mean, who even wants that? Who has even thought, do you know what I want every every other week? Where did I get it from? Where do <laughs> Where did you get
0: Christmas cake from in it's July? so
1: bizarre. Get some tomorrow, can't we? Have some Christmas cake tomorrow. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you can. I won't be there.
1: Um... So, yeah, and then the best blackburn did a great curry, did they? yeah,
0: no, I've not been to Ewood Park
1: um uh, yeah, that's good,
0: couple um good ones for me, um if you go to Villa on a early kickoff, they do a full English, which is good, nice um the best place I've been, Preston, i have been there? Preston, um, they were doing I don't know whether this worked quite fortuitously I think they were doing work on the media room, so we were put in the in the suite can't remember the exact name of the suite, and the pie they served us, it wasn't like a poker pie it was a proper like, you know when you go to a really nice pub yeah, and they yeah, do I'll a like... proper homemade pie it was like leek and potato with ham in it oh my god, it is to die for if you get a chance to go to Preston and sit in the suite order that pie, it is the best pie I've ever had that um, no, was a good one um, on a side note Wembley overrated <laughs> the National Stadium bang average
1: Chelsea's the best isn't it? I mean, I've never been but you
0: know where he's good Brighton <laughs> Brighton is quality right come on let's crack
1: on man we can't talk about food at football stadiums all day we can where's the
0: worst one you've been to Over than Warsaw Blues is a dump <laughs> <laughs> nice pe be- nice enough people who work there but um it's not great and you know what? I've I've been soured by that one because of the, the Wi Fi issues you have there. The Wi Fi there, Sheffield United and Leeds is all poor. Bolton's yeah. not brilliant, but they're in a sticky situation.
1: They're in a sticky situation. I go to a lot of places where you don't get anything. I'm in League Two. I feel like I'm spoiled I'm so, spoiled yeah move on Christ let's talk about some football <laughs> Sam Emery how do you pronounce
0: <laughs> Cowlan Lavery just like you said it I think there you go um, and Henry W is Clark looking to strengthen in any other positions or is he just looking at striker do
1: you know what with Clark you're never going to know it's the gods on his truth he'll
0: um, tell you he's after a striker and then he sign a keeper
1: exactly um I wouldn't, I wouldn't put anything past him. Like he wouldn't he probably wouldn't tell me if he was after another player. Um
0: Breaking News. Signing a striker, Joe Massey.
1: Yeah. Um so I think you definitely have a striker then. I think the squad is pretty like ready to go then. Um You made a big thing yesterday actually about saying a lot of players are yet to make their debuts, like obviously like the likes of James Hardy. Wes McDonald yeah, I was going to
0: say Wes McDonald didn't, didn't get off the bench
1: Rory Holden did come off the bench last weekend but these are I suppose are other options aren't they for when we want mm. to be a bit more attacking when we want um, um, want to take the game to the opponents a little bit more so it's very hard to judge at this moment in time there's still a lot like we have got a hell of a lot of players who have not made the debuts yet so one game in, it's just really too early to say. So we know for a striker definite, but yeah, we're, not, we're Clark. I never rule anything, anything out.
0: Yeah, certainly not. Right, um, Walsall Forest Green this weekend. Forest Green beat Oldham on the opening day. So two unbeaten teams going head to head, both one one nil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, could be an interesting encounter.
1: Good game. Yeah, they're the most possession based team in the division. They play really. Um, Easy on the eye Is it possession
0: with a purpose Or is it possession for the sake of it
1: Well we'll find out won't we Um, I think it is possession with purpose But perhaps I think maybe one or two of their fans Would like to see a bit more purpose to it Mm. Um, uh, I mean that game we had in Poland That was the most bizarre team I've seen For possession without a purpose I mean
0: they were passing it between the back <laughs> four were they? Just like, like, I mean but
1: like you haven't seen like they'd go, like, they wander to the defensive midfielder every now and again but they it took Walsall like a good half an hour to really suss them out I mean they just passed the ball they just passed it in their own half they just went absolutely <laughs> nowhere with it and eventually Walsall were like alright we'll just win it off you high at the pitch and
0: and then we're bearing on uh, goal right away
1: yeah like um, so yeah we we'll see look what were they in the playoffs last season weren't they Forest Green expected to be well I think every every team basically you can make a case their fans will make a case they'll be in the playoffs this year but they mm. certainly are one of those teams that will be aiming to finish in the playoffs again um, yeah good it's going to be a good game it's going to be a good game I think they play 3 4
0: no that is Wolves-esque
1: that's Wolves-esque so that's well, a bold formation pro- yeah
0: yeah it's one of them it's, you, you think you're going to score a lot but you might concede a fair few as well
1: yeah like as an advocate of 3 5 is a little bit of a step too far for me um, is that where you draw the line that's where it? I draw the line mate yeah and I'm, you know I'm very serious about these things yeah um, so yeah um, it's going to be it's going to be a fascinating game good tactical battle I think Wolves um, will we'll play a lot more football than they did mm. at um, Northampton last week so it's going to game two isn't it? at the end of the day it's game two every game at this stage of the season is a bit of an adventure but I think it'll be a good one
0: I've got some bad news for you go on at risk of angering you about talking about food at football.
1: I'm not more food at football.
0: It's going to be more food at football. How well do you know their vegan menu, Joe? Oh, I haven't got a clue. I know that. you're not going to Forest Green tomorrow, but I thought I'd bring this up now anyway. Okay. Um, it's a game I've come up with called Vegan Food or Fake News.
1: We're still going there. How long has this podcast gone on for?
0: 58 minutes, 10 seconds. 58 minutes, okay. It's alright, we're nearly done. Okay. So what I'm going to do is What's I'm going to. vegan food or? Or fake news. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to reel off. Some vegan food. It's all vegan food. You've got to tell me whether it's vegan food they serve at Forest Green or a random recipe that I have either come up with or pulled from a random website.
1: But it is all actually vegan. It's all actual vegan food. Okay.
0: First one. Stir-fried mixed peppers, red onion and Mexican spiced corn wrapped in a soft tortilla with fresh tomato relish.
1: I would say they serve that at Forest Green. (laughs) They do indeed. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Kidney bean curry with finely chopped garlic cloves, coriander and basmati rice.
1: No, they don't serve that.
0: They don't serve that. Uh, Lentil ragu with courgette with buttered mushrooms and oregano.
1: No, they don't serve that.
0: They don't? (laughs) Have you been there before?
1: I'm just trying to work out how easy it would be to take that food from the kiosk to the stands. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You don't want (laughs) curry drink. Oh, God.
0: Q pie served with mashed potato, deep fried leeks Peas or beans and onion gravy. They serve that. They do serve that. Veggie burger served in Hobbs House Bakery Bun with sliced gherkin, fresh tomato relish and lettuce. Serve it. Yes, they do. Two more. Vegan shepherd's pie stuffed with mushrooms, leeks, carrots, butternut squash and topped with irresistibly crispy roast potatoes.
1: Don't serve it.
0: They don't. Last one for the full house. Homemade soup of the day, served with a bakery roll and olive oil spread. I serve it.
1: Oh, you've done it, have <laughs> I?
0: Right. Every single one, fair play to you. Now, now I find out that you probably look through the sheet. No, mate, I don't have a clue. A fair play to you. I don't
1: have a clue. don't even know half the things what you told me, but there you go. Would you try vegan food? I'd have a vegan burger at a push, but I've said before, like I'm not into this vegan thing.
0: The vegan sausage rolls aren't doing you any good. No, I right. I'm just not having it. All right, give me a match prediction to finish up then.
1: 1-1 oh, one, one.
0: oh, come on.
1: Uh, I, don't, I think it's a tough game. I think it's um. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've in the paper, I've gone home win. But I do think there's a real chance it could be a draw. Uh, well, there's a
0: chance it could end anyway. <laughs> there's a real chance. There's a chance it could it could be five nil.
1: I'll go draw it. What are you going?
0: I'm going two one to the Saddlers. Okay. The unbeaten run continues. Hundred percent record, um, and yeah, I finished a trip to Wembley this season. Even though the food's bang average. Yeah. There we go. Better
1: than Forest Greens.
0: Right, that does us, Joe. Over an hour of Walsall banter. I know. Yeah. Talked. We covered a lot of subjects today. We have. Yeah. Anything else to add?
1: No, mate, I think, we've, I think we've done a lot of talking.
0: All right, okay, I'll do the outro then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> make sure you um, like and subscribe if you enjoyed this podcast. Um, reviews on iTunes would be very, very helpful. Have we got
1: many? I haven't looked.
0: Uh, I haven't looked at reviews, actually. I'll cover them next week, okay. or in, in the next fortnight. That could be interesting. Yeah. Um, if, if you could review us, and brilliant, um, if you're going to give us any less than five stars, please don't. Yeah. Um, but no, any questions, comments, greatly appreciated. And if you want to email us, you can find the uh, the email address at the bottom of the article published on the Express and Star website. I think it's Um But yeah, anything like that, you know, feel free to offer any comments, questions and uh, analysis. Joe, thank you for joining us today. You're
1: very, very welcome. Thank you for having
0: me. And thank you for everyone for listening.